2: Happy Halloween. It's October 31st, 2019. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. And Dave, man, happy Halloween to you. And
1: to you, too. Yeah, it's going to be, well, it's it's one of those uh, sort of fun days. And uh, hopefully uh, Google doesn't throw any uh, last minute tricks at us. Well,
2: could <laughs> um, I, I? I half expect like Google to start like that. You know that 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 infectious laugh goes <laughs> like that. Like the, the Ernie laugh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know what 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 Ernie would stand for. I'm I'm trying to think of like the acronym what Ernie would be for. Because Bert, which we we, we got to talk about Bert. He's like the, you know the um, six foot two tall elephant in the room with the mohawk. Yep. Um. Yeah, Bert sends for bidirectional encoder representations from transformers. Now I was just going to throw that one out there at you uh, as an ac- as a as a, a phrase, but I decided you know, that would be a silly thing to do because it doesn't make a lot of sense out of context. But Bert, the bidirectional encoder representations from transformers, is built to understand context. Cool thing about it, huh?
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah it's, it's, it's really interesting and and incredibly, uh, like for me personally, incredibly timely uh, for, for this update to uh, to roll out. But I'll, I'll talk more about that. It, it has to do with some some tools that we're developing internally here. Um,
2: and, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. When you say timely, and I'm going to say yes and no, because we've always been about figuring where things are going to go in a couple of years. Yeah. And we were talking about this a couple of years ago. Yes, so yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, maybe your timing is good because they're coming out because you're introducing these tools like now. But yes, yes, and
1: then, that's what I was thinking is it's actually the the without um, this component of the algorithm is rolling into completion in the next few days, and so it's perfectly timing that that was the planned next iteration is understanding the orders of entities, and, and it was actually my V two on this on this tool we're developing. Uh, and it 's just timely that BERT comes out right when when that's there the The, the tools on google 's end um, have been available for a little while, but they're they're just rolling something like that i mean I'm not saying that Google has you know their 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 tools and and, and their offerings and their apis that all of those lend itself you know hey that's exactly what they're using no it's not but <laughs> they, they do offer tools for these sorts of of processes. Um and it, it just is interesting to me because next week was the planned start date to move into V two, um, or or the week after that because I'm going to be at State of Search next week, um and, and it's just very timely for me and I love it. Now since we're talking about this, I want to say my favorite tweet related to bird. Have you seen you know Ryan Jones? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and this I found so funny. I was like I, I literally yeah. did a snort laugh sitting at my desk. Um, where he talked about the most exciting thing is that, to, to quote him, suddenly overnight every SEO is now an expert in neural networks and natural language processing. And that I just found hilarious. I'm like, yeah, it's amazing how many people are like, yes, and this has to do with this. It's like, n- no, I'm not pretending to be an expert. I have, like, developers who are, like, assisting me in making sure that this works properly um, and that these all get incorporated. I don't understand those things. I don't have to. That's not my job, and I shouldn't. Um, Ryan, I, mean, I think, does actually have a fairly strong understanding of, of how those those sides of things work.
2: Indeed. And, 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 you know, there is a lot of um, bogus information about BERT out there. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of information. They don't even know how, the, how they get to the assumption, but the assumption's made anyway. Um, here's things that we do know. BERT's going to affect a lot of search results. One yep. in 10 is a tremendous, huge number. Imagine mm-hmm. the, the the ripple effect of that, knowing how Google compares document to document to document, eh mm-hmm. um, We know that BERT looks at how people structure sentences and little you know words we use to connect things and ideas. You, you may, anybody uh, in the audience old enough to remember um, uh, uh, schoolhouse rock? <laughs> like eight, probably. <laughs> Come on, I like got Saturday morning cartoons. They had like uh, uh rock and roll education. Conjunction uh, yeah. junction.
1: Oh, I remember what you're talking
2: about. When reading about Berta, all I could think about was conjunction junction. How how Interesting. how we use words to um, convey, you know, and but or they string things together and they tell us what direction we want the sentence or the thought to go in. Yeah. Before Uh, Bert, Google kind of, sort of, kind of maybe might figure that out after Bert, they say they're going to be pretty accurate about it.
1: You you know what, I I think that's where, I mean, I I hate Google for this. Well, I don't hate them. I understand what they're saying, but, um, and this is where I think they are wrong and they are right at the same time in in their statements about Bert as as they are with 90% of their, of their statements, because they came out and said, you can't optimize for Bert. Sure okay um, it, it, to me um, when, when I when I you know read the post on it and I mean I, I can't I, like I'm not a, a, a neural network kind of you know I mean I don't I understand machine learning topically, right? Like, I, I've taken some courses on it, but I, I'm not going to pretend to be a be a developer or an expert in, in this field. But I understand what they're accomplishing, and I think one of the examples, I'm pulling it off the top of my head, so the wording will probably be wrong, but was basically, um, do Americans need a visa to go to Brazil? Understanding that, like, to-go-to to now is a connector point that understands that we're not talking about American visas. We're talking about, well, we're talking about American visas, but traveling to Brazil, we don't need to know if Brazilians need them to come to america, to america right. which was was part of what they're doing which leads me to the first um sort of conclusion that i came to which is we can't or at least me like functionally there's there's when we look at something technically as an seo i'd go yes this is algorithmic when i'm thinking functionally as an seo i think this is a filter right like it, it, it's It's actually just filtering out known bads. It's not going to, in and of itself, negatively impact or positively impact any search results, which is why they say it's not a, Mm -hmm. it's not something you can optimize for. It's just going to take out things that never should have been there to begin with by the context of the query. Great. Now, when they say you can't optimize for it, though, that's where I have a bit of a problem. Like, I understand (laughs) what they're saying topically, but I'm like, if I make sure that my content clearly through schema and through wording outlines that i am dealing with information for americans who are traveling to there brazil that's how you do that by being clear in in, in what you're saying so well, and, 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 and and in the schema.
2: i'm not sure and, and, and this is where i get a little bit lost especially especially when reading danny's Danny sullivan's explanations given his uh relationship to the seo community i question what they mean specifically by optimize. I think they're talking about technical optimization you can't do your site structure you, can, you know your your page speed isn't going to in any way um, influence how we interpret language and the structure of sentences and the intent on your page it's just gonna it, you know that just says whether we like you for mobile or not there's you know no way we can uh, 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 affect the composition of a site but we can affect composition on a site and as you said we can be clear about the topics and 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 make those topics as obvious as possible. Right. But uh, we got to have Danny on one day if they, if they would ever allow him to, <laughs> like in a million years, um, to, to 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 because I, uh, where I think Google is 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 kind of letting le- letting the SEO community down is they're not always clear with their definition of words. Maybe there's a schema involved in the background here somewhere. I don't know um did you see the uh, the piece that Roger Monty uh, published about um, misinformation around uh, 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 Burt? I had I don't have it up in front of me but
1: I know the piece you're talking about
2: there was a really cool line he um I'm just, I'm just pulling it up now um pardon my super slow computer um really cool line where he was talking to um, actually an, an an engineer at Google who's um, as it suddenly comes up my, on my screen, um, who's, spe- who's speaking, sorry, to uh, Don Anderson, a, uh, an algorithm expert, an algorithm expert, who's um, trying to explain that BERT isn't a algorithm sitting, acting on its own. It's actually layered on top of two, four, eight 16 32 64 or maybe even like 200 and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of 256 like 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 different layers of stuff processing information as google or bing or or in this case as google tries to figure out what you meant when you were asking for information about blue widgets Much like, uh, and and, then she brings up, Don brought up the uh, the example of of eat expertise, authority, and trustworthiness, which in Mm -hmm. itself is also not an algorithm, but a I don't know practical common sense philosophy. (laughs) Yeah, philosophy. Um, This is how they think about search. Interesting outcome: New York Times and a number of the articles in the New York Times lost tons of ranking because of BERT. And actually that makes a lot of sense. Glad to see stuff like that happen in a way.
1: Indeed, and that got me really thinking. Now, unfortunately, I don't work with any publishers with large um, losses. So, I, but I, I would actually like to, like, not that, Okay, I'm an SEO, so let me be clear here. I don't ever want to work with a client who's taking big losses. But academically, for the point of our conversation here, it would be great to be working with a publisher who just – to be working for The New York Times because what would be – real or any other site that, that took huge hits um, with Burt? Because what I would be really interested to see is what happened from, from organic traffic to those pages, right? They, they'll have lost rankings, but there will still be rankings for some of these oh, pages because or something like they were, rank-
2: they were ranking for queries they had no business placing for.
1: Well, and that's what I'm interested in would be I'd be fascinated to look through and go, what happened to your bounce rate? What happened to your time on site or time on page ah, indeed. Um, for these to, to actually understand how successful Google was with this? And I would expect they're going to be much higher. Um, you know, if we can segment out the people that actually read a whole bunch of information and went, oh, <laughs> click back to, it to go. And we've all done that. Right. You've like three minutes figuring out this didn't actually answer your question. Um, But I'd be fascinated to see that. So, hey, anybody from the New York Times who wants to let Dave into your analytics, we can talk all about it on his podcast. (laughs) You probably don't, and that's fair. Um, But it it would be really, really interesting to to see that data. And it's something that if I was an SEO working for one of these sites, I'd certainly be looking at. Um, And then I have to wonder, will we get secondary impacts down the road? Users don't send ranking signals. Okay, fine. Let's let's oh, go with that disclaimer from Google. But we um, tried so hard last week to get big <laughs> to say it. We tried so hard, so hard. Um, and they, they 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 Googled their way through that. Uh,
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you know, I have to, tip to Frederick. I'm going to be seeing him in a couple weeks, and it'll be great to chat with him again. But um, it, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens from that. Do these pages once they're on their own. Um, You know, actually start to perform a little bit better um, than they might have organically with Google gaining an understanding. They took a hit, but will they start to now grow? Um, As Google gets a reinforcement that, oh, okay, once we filter these ones out, here's how the page performs by itself. They they certainly have a lot of these metrics available to them, right? I mean, they they know query, click, what happened next. But I'll be really interested to see sort of if we're following New York Times, and, and most people will be after this, you know, a month, two months, three months from now, what happens to their traffic? I'd like to see it at a minute, like at a really finite scale, but
2: um, we, we won't. But uh, anyway, okay, that's We're going to have to close this segment down soon because we're going to have to go to commercial soon. But in closing, beyond don't panic and don't make any sudden changes. Um, I think you, you might touch on something earlier with schema, but what else would you suggest that, that the SEOs do to, uh, I don't know, deal with any impact they might be seeing from Burt? Pardon me. Sorry, sorry okay. cut out there. I'm sorry. We had, earlier, you suggested, uh, you know, you talked about, you know, clarifying um, uh, content, uh, topical content yeah. and stuff, like using schema. Yeah. Beyond that, is there anything you can you can suggest? And beyond, don't panic. Um, is there anything <laughs> you suggest that SEOs might want to do to like deal with the impact from
1: not really. I mean, not right now, anyway. Um, I, I do think, and this is where I do think Google's right, I don't think there's any specific clarification uh, or, or any specific action item that, that we can do or, or clarification that can be provided at this at this early stage. And if anything, if there were action items, they would be accidents, in my opinion, because I don't think Google wants a specific action item. They've gone. we understand entities, now, what we're trying to do is understand what order things are in and how they relate to each other a little bit better than we already do. So um, what we need to do on our end really is just make sure that we are making really clear in our breadcrumbs, in our, right, like, you know, travel, you know, breadcrumb, Brazil. Right? Okay, going to Brazil. We're talking about Brazil, right? Things like that that'll just help Google understand order of what's going on in a site so the the direction that information um is being contained so if i've got pages and and information about brazil host that in an area that is very clearly about brazil so that when i have information on u.s visas it's very clearly not about brazilians coming to the states it's about americans going to brazil just little things like that just just things we should be doing anyway for just traditional seo or non bert seo um but it becoming more important as, as things pass. Um, and this is why, like, I had a client, it's really, really difficult to get breadcrumbs working on their site. But with BERT, I've, I've upped that and, and now gone. This is now moved from probably a two. Like, we had breadcrumbs, just not the scheme. And mm-hmm. it was really difficult for them to implement programmatic, uh, programmatically on their end. And it's a huge site. So it needs to be done. But it's moved it from a two to a 3.5,
2: right? And in, in, so, in my priority yeah, now. The benefit, the benefit is that much higher now. Yeah.
1: Exactly, and, and and to be clear for our listeners, this is my perceived very early, very early on, and going. I need to provide my client best advice for for the best odds that I can yep. see right now, and and I don't know that this is a, a specific solution, but it makes sense to me that providing that clarity of this section is about this. So any information that overlaps is actually about how that overlap relates to this area on their site, not 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 the other way around.
2: Yeah, I'm 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 inclined to agree. Um, the only thing I would I would add to that, and I think I actually might be touching you touched on breadcrumbs. I'm going to say keep your navigation, especially especially with links coming off off your index page or homepage, keep your navigation options really really wide open and very obvious. Um, you might want to start messing with like headings and stuff uh, where you're putting if you're putting links on your homepage, have them come don't have them just sort of sitting there. Um, on their own in a vacuum, contextualize why that link exists. Um, the text around that link is going to is going to make a difference, probably as much difference as the anchor text you use in the link itself. Um, so be careful about stuff like that.
1: Yeah, and I mean um, if we research the, the connectors that they're doing, which will be coming coming up later, and that's <laughs> the, the tool I was making, Like V2 will actually try and figure out what those connectors are. Um, and, and to create the direction Make sure those are included. Like if Oops. we know that Google's using connectors to determine a direction between two entity points, then make sure that you're using the same connectors that they would okay. be using. It doesn't have to be all of them. They'll, they'll know from one that, you know, the synonyms of that connector terminology is,
2: is going to be going to be equal. Yeah, um, I- Dave, I definitely want to talk to you about the tool that you guys are developing. We can't do that right now because we got to talk about other people's stuff because that's how we keep this program on the air, you see. <laughs> um, so we'll be back in a couple of minutes, though. Um, this, is, this is a really interesting day in, uh, in, in, in search marketing. This is probably one of the larger updates most of us are going to see in our careers. Um, it ain't the biggest, but it, it's, it's pretty pretty impactful. So, on behalf of Dave Davies at uh, Beanstalk Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedger at Digital Always Media. You are listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. Stick around. we got more content, content coming up after these commercials. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. will be back after this short break.
0: Miami may be the sun and fun capital of the world, but it's also home to the largest literary festival in the U.S. Don't miss the Miami Book Fair, a week-long festival featuring more than 600 authors from all over the world with readings, signings, and panels capped off by a three-day street fair. Find books in English, Spanish, and Creole for every interest and every age, from biographies and novels to poetry and comics. This year, come meet poets Richard Blanco, Reginald Dwayne Betts, and Joy Harjo, award-winning novelists T.C. Boyle, Susan Choi, Edwidge Danticat, Taya Obrecht, Julie Oranger, Leonard Pitts, and Karen Russell. Plus, authors exploring issues of the day such as Eve Ensler, Alex Kotlis, Danny Shapiro, Daryl Pickney, Ambassador Samantha Power, George Wilt, and hundreds more. Take the little ones to Children's Alley for hands-on activities, characters, and storytelling. Enjoy music, food, and fun for the whole family right on the downtown Miami-Dade College campus, November 17th to the 24th. For details, schedules, and tickets, visit MiamiBookFair.com. This passes
3: before it's noticed A slight rising of the eyebrows A widening of the eyes It may be accompanied by an almost Imperceptible inhalation The heart adds a beat like a quiet Exclamation point on the experience Within a tenth of a second The reaction has passed But not without leaving its mark Someone found what they're looking for Does your website Deliver impulses to act? It can Intended Consequences is the podcast for digital marketers who see their job as changing hearts and minds. If you're frustrated, bored, or in a rut, it's time to spread your wings with me, Brian Massey, and my guests. Find out how successful, curious, creative, and data-driven marketers are making a difference on purpose. Visit IntendedPodcast.com or find us where you get your podcasts. Intended Consequences,
0: Marketing on Purpose. Are you a PPC professional? Would you like a mountain of resources that will help you fine-tune your skills? Join the Paid Search Association, the only nonprofit organization dedicated to serving managers of Google, Microsoft, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter advertising accounts. Check it out at www.paidsearch.org. That's www.paintsearch.org. webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Find our shows on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and anywhere you download your podcasts. Pick out some new favorite podcasts. Now.
2: Off. Now, back to
0: Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the host Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to
2: Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. It's Halloween, October 31st, 2019. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. And we've been talking about, oh, I don't know, Bert, the... Uh, the um, fairly significant language update that that google's made in uh, the last um and you know this is a good question when did google actually make this update is there is there a day that you can say that this was dropped on Ooh,
1: yeah that's a good question because i i was just trusting well not trusting but like And they announced it, but as as we found out from RankBrain, they can announce something months
2: (laughs) Months, yeah, so (laughs) maybe this may have been introduced weeks ago and slowly filtering in for all we know Yeah, yeah, I
1: do know we're not dealing with a months thing because at the time of the announcement it was still rolling out into some areas, right, so it it is newer than, you know, RankBrain, I think it was in October they announced and they're like, yeah, we did that back back in the spring, right, like, okay Um
2: they had to be doing something, something back in the spring, maybe in the summer or even early autumn, because there's a bunch of stuff at Google. I mean, Google's got some, some pretty cool things, eh? but there's some stuff they got that are broken, too. Uh, but they're fixing it. Um, <laughs> yesterday or two days ago, uh, Barry Schwartz over at uh, Search Engine Roundtable reported that search operators that you, me, or a bunch of SEOs, uh, SEOs rely on useful in the industry who don't use search operators like every day of their career. Um, These are ways of checking out what Google has in their index by saying I want to see specifically everything that has uh, the word widgets in the title or word widgets in its URL or is related to content found at www.bluewidgets.com. Wealth of information, but again, wasn't working. Uh, two, Two of the three are working now, but related is still broken. Just worth mentioning.
1: Well yeah no, I mean what a what a it's a train wreck over there um and just uh, I'm looking what at are they doing uh over there? Good Roger uh, Roger Monty had posted 8 hours ago um that on their uh, from what is it Lisa Bryan, I wanted to give credit on the on the finder of of this one um had found that they're not showing for all it's a bug so in some cases the recipe um schema is producing the right image um, in some cases, as as in the example she sent, um, it's actually is coming in with the alt text and <laughs> like of the image, and um, not putting anything, not actually including the image with it, whereas it was before. So they're also having some problems with their uh, featured snippets um, or the the rich snippets rather.
2: So. The problem is nobody wants to fix this stuff because it's kind of like a sweater, right? The moment you start pulling at the thread, the whole damn thing unravels. You know? <laughs> then you got Yahoo.com. I know, I know.
1: And, I, I've been, we, we, and I, I say this over and over again. I do cut these people a bit of slack on stuff like this because your sweater analogy, I think, was spot on. Like, <laughs> it, it seems like, yeah, they should just be able to fix it. Mm, yeah, they should but let's remember how much code we're dealing with (laughs) and the machines are writing some of it. Right. So, I mean, this is just a, it's hard as Jeremiah Andrick said, search
3: engines
2: are really hard to build. (laughs) They certainly are. Yeah. Um, Okay. Sad announcement. Um, Older SEOs might remember Diana all Mm -hmm. Um, she passed away uh, earlier this week from cancer. Uh, She was one of the originals. Um and I think you know, just given how everyone's getting a little bit older, we should get used to stories like this um so yeah, um big love to uh to her family friends and uh and colleagues indeed um and you know, we have a community this is, this is kind of a personal story, and I just want to mention it before before I don't mention it and, and feel bad for not mentioning it, but uh uh Mary davies um uh, Business partner and wife um, set up a group called SEO Buddies, which has uh, several hundred members, and um, it's a closed group. It's what happens in SEO Buddies stays in SEO Buddies. But the existence mm-hmm. of the group, I think, I think it's okay to talk about the existence of the group. Yeah. Um, because it's quite helpful for people. Yeah. And uh, if uh, there's any SEOs out there working from home or working in an office, we we tend to work in exclusion of others, even though we should be part of a much greater team. Mm-hmm. Um and it can be, you know, it can be, it can be a really, um, lonely job sometimes. So just so y'all, all who don't know, know there is a group out there, find your way to it. Um, or it may find you. So I had this experience yesterday. I'm walking down the street. I'm on the about half, at, uh, half past five going to grab groceries. Eh? Mm-hmm. And, uh, one of the members of SEO buddies calls me out of the blue, calls my cell phone, my mobile phone calls me out of the blue. And, uh. Says that it, that uh, that notice I'd been aggressively posting on Facebook, which kind of sounds normal to me because kind of I'm always aggressive. <laughs> I'm like, we and, just came uh, off an election. You've been very aggressive on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a tone that 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 this person said that they noticed that uh, always sort of says I'm having issues in my life, which you know I've I've made no secret about. It. My girlfriend is very ill, and it's impacting me emotionally. Yeah, that that's very real. But this person reached out just because, and again, SEO buddies group reached out. Um, I want to thank them. I'm not going to say who they are because everything that happens in that space is, yeah, you know, but they know who they are and I know who they are. And uh, you're a true friend. Thank you so much. That was, that was really, really meaningful and, and actually helped knock me out of a, uh, being in a bad spot. So okay
1: yeah and I, I i you know what i am on that tangent just just for, for for our listeners sake i i can't stress the the importance of finding a, a community i know um just you know, for people's people's notice if, if they might be looking for it, a, it's a secret group and b mary's now shut down taking new members for for right oh, now just okay. just to keep the people that are in there safe Um, and, and, and free to, to share. Cause as you know, sometimes there's, (laughs) there's subjects, but, um, and and it's gone, people need to start new groups. And I, I can't stress enough. that If you can create like a nice group of, of, of your, of your network of people or, or a larger circle of people, um, you know, some, you may not, you know, there, there are people in the buddies that I, I don't know intimately, but I now know I can trust them very much. Right. So, so that's, um, Really, really helpful. Even if all you're talking about, and, and you, you, you hit it, it we're, we're alone, right? Like we, we sit at our desks or whatnot. And we may have people around us, but they're peers. And we always have to keep up appearances and this and that. And, and having a group of people to go, here's something I'm having trouble with, right? Even knowing that, you know, and, and you can get that through chats at conferences too, if you, if you can attend them. But just like realizing that, oh, I'm not the only person who gets nervous standing up on a stage. I'm not the only person that sometimes doubts what I'm saying. But like I'm not the only person. There's there's others and people are. If you can build that group and and, and help people out, I, I can't I Absolutely. can't put enough value on it.
2: Okay, um, I hate to do this to us, but we 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 really got to get back to Bert or something oh. search like related. You know, <laughs> you know what? Why don't we talk about the stuff that you guys are doing? Um, I I I know you have a, a tool that's coming out that will actually be useful when it comes to uh. uh google uh and and natural language and there's also the um the tool that that we had uh, the, the there's also the tool that dixon introduced um in links a couple of, a couple of weeks ago yeah we had him on uh, on webcology um so once you what are you guys building what's it called and why did you start doing it
1: um right now it doesn't even have a name i i just went I need to get, get this built. And, and, and so after brainstorming and, and reading up on a, on a bunch of APIs and, and digging into, to natural language stuff a little bit more. Um, basically what would have been keyword density, it now just crawls sites, um, looking for all entity references on it, pulls those out into ngrams on a per page or, or per site basis. Um, I mean, it doesn't have to be ngrams. There's, there's a bunch of different formats that, that you can view that stuff in. Uh, with some sort of technical sides where you can go, okay, view a sample page and it has like a little, you know, Chrome, um, extension so you can select where your content area is. So it's not viewing the entities in your navigation and and stuff like that. It's just looking at your content area, but basically to give us an understanding of, okay, what entities are on a page or what entities are within a website that is ranking well. Um, you know, which addresses are being used? What, what, well, entities, right? Like, and, and with the pulling from Google's, um, APIs to go, Okay, you know, let's use what they know, um, you know, about things, but then letting the user then tag their own things and go. Oh, okay, it didn't know my address specifically or this person's address, and, and so let's take this end number entity and this, you know, address and you know the, the the name entity and go. This is actually an address, you know, those sorts of things. Um, next um, version is actually tying into what Bert's talking about here. Um, which is actually going, okay, now we need to understand the relationship of, of these entities. But first I wanted to get the you know, sort of V one in development. I was actually just uh, just having a walkthrough with, with the developers this morning um, and they were taking me through everything just to, to sort of see what the backend's looking at. Basically they're like, if there's a problem with the layout here, catch it now because we're almost done. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, let's let's catch that now. Um, so yeah, it, it's gonna be exciting. It's one of three tools we have under development. The other two are, are pretty small. Um, just like you know, testing for pre-rendering failures on a, on a JavaScript
2: site. That's that's one that
1: <laughs> I need well, it because of you know pre-rendering engine fail. Um, so if anybody me, uh, knows one that's built, let me know, and that'd be great.
2: Given 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 the uh, uh, you know just the, the the length of our relationship through the the extent of our careers, I I, I consider myself one of your earliest consultants. Say. Eh? Oh yeah. So so I'll only charge you five bucks if you let me tell you to call it dirty.
1: <laughs> okay you know if i can come up with a way to actually make that acronym work you've uh, got uh, no, to you do, nerd, you've gotta do it i'm gonna have to do man you've got to do it
2: okay uh i'm not sure okay we can i, I don't know if we can actually flog alive Bert much further don't be a pigeon don't give out bad bird information um but honestly i'm, I'm not sure if we can flog Bert any further through, through uh through the streets of new york uh right now what, what do you think no, I think uh, I think you're right. With, with um, that mental image, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I know that I say immediately.
1: I'm like, okay, that's, that's
2: okay. So, if you want to go and advertise political bogus stuff on Twitter, you're not going to be able to as of the twenty second of November. But Facebook will provide a much larger and juicier platform, and they don't care. That seems to be the story that's out of um, out of Silicon Valley right now. Um, Yesterday, Twitter sort of kind of stunned the world by saying you can't put uh, political advertising uh, up on our platform. And Facebook sort of kind of blaseed the world by saying, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. It, it actually, I mean, and I I to you. I, rant. I mean, of course, I was all over all over Twitter on that one, just blasting them. Um, I mean, not all over, but, but posting out about it. Um Yeah, I I think this is, it it is, I'm just going to call a spade a spade. On the part of Facebook, this is cowardice. They either need to step up and go, we do care about uh, dis, you know, misinformation or disinformation. Uh, we care about the truth getting out in an election or they need to say, we don't care about any of those things and we are willing to make a dollar at the expense of truth and democracy. They, They either need, and I'm, I don't think I'm downplaying that because they're allowing politicians to lie. Yeah. Um, so they either need to come out and say that, or 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 not, right, or or deal with the problem that they have. I, I think this is just one of the weakest answers I, I've ever seen, and it's just it's just disappointing to say the the, the very least on the part of Facebook. Um, and then the, one of the problems I have, and um, you know Facebook's you know head of news partnership was astounded by the media and basically said it's up to the media to to educate people. Well the media we know is filtering out on both sides they're filtering out the bad about their person and they're pushing the good whether we're talking about huffington or we're talking about you know uh fox news Research. right? They're,
3: they're, they're both
1: holding back a rebar yeah they're holding back the bad about their guy and they're putting forward um you know the the the, the bad about the other so person isn't actually going to get the information that they need, and the average person isn't actually looking. We know this, should they? Yeah, great, we should all be taking civics classes, you know, once a year refreshers, but we're not doing that. So, unless that problem is is addressed, they know it's BS to say people should go get this. It's BS to say the media should should be providing balanced and, and and fair information. I mean, it's 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 a dream, but it's not happening. So it, you're either part of the problem or you're part of the solution, and they've decided to be part
2: of the problem, and that's incredibly disappointing. Yeah, yeah, I don't you know. I really don't have a lot more to add to that. Um, in a hyperpartisan world, um, if you want to solve hyperpartisanship, just be neutral. Like honestly, if you're a platform, just be the platform don't choose a side just be the platform yeah okay facebook does have a bunch of really cool tools one of those really cool tools is messenger and so if you're like all the other big houses you copy what the other kids got that are really cool right yeah. So google my business just came out with this this kind of cool revolutionary feature that uh facebook introduced like six or seven years ago but it's very cool and revolutionary for google my business um you know, Google My Business listings, you can, you can now have a chat with like a potential client, right? Yeah. A potential customer. Yeah. yeah. That in itself is really cool. So, you know, somebody could like text your maitre d and ask if there's tables available. Your maitre d could text them right back and tell them no, come at 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. Now you can send photographs, like little images, quick images taken off your cell phone. Um, that mightn't sound like much, but in the world of like, you know, persuasive marketing, that's a million dollars yeah yeah it's i i i love it like i i think it's great on
1: both sides like you 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 think of a um plumber right and 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 being taxed like can you can you deal with this whatever um yeah. okay you know i can take a picture now and send it through messenger of the problem so that they know coming in what parts they need to to address the problem right or or whatnot um and then the other side to to your point like do you have this click you know and and, and then the business can send it back going is this the one you mean?" Right, so it just just simplifying the entire process for everybody, making sure that when you know somebody, you know, how how many keyboards come in like eight different colors of white, right? Like, or eight different hues of white. Sure. Okay, which one are you talking about?
2: This is going to totally change my relationship with my cardiologist. Like, hundred percent. Actually, that's a that's a good point too. (laughs) It's it's Halloween. I I thought that would I thought that would roll Uh, visual or uh, uh, theater of the mind, folks. Uh, we got to take a break. We are, we are, we are like burning time here, and it's quarter, it's quarter to the hour. The time that this was uh, broadcast live to, to to podcast. So, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beats Talking into Marketing, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You're listening to Web Culture and Webmaster It's Halloween, October thirty first, twenty nineteen. Stick around. We've got more content coming up after the messages. <music> Sit tight and don't
0: move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break.
1: Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be.
0: Commercial's off. Now back to Webcology. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're the host, Jim Hetcher
2: and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Web College on WebmasterRadio.fm. It's the uh, 31st of October 2019 Halloween. Um I have no segue. I, just, I, just, I tried hard. I couldn't I could think of one during the, the commercial that I got distracted by that tool that uh, that Sydney's that, that, that made. Okay, so we do want to talk about it in just a second, um, but it's probably worth noting to people who might be in the business of doing this sort of thing. The FTC has just ruled that selling likes or follows is illegal, so... Um, I don't know uh, this this is this is specifically around a case around Facebook but do you, remember, you know those services that just like radically inflate the likes you have like say on a YouTube video or on um, a Twitter account? Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's bordering on illegal now. Yeah, here's the
1: problem that that I, I have with this. I mean, I'm not I'm not a problem with the with the ruling, but in in function here's why this doesn't work. Because the FTC is, is American. It's, it's American jurisdiction. That, that's all well and good, but the, 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 it's, the illegalness is in selling. So basically what they're saying is US companies can't sell them. Okay, were most of the companies selling likes and followers American based? Some certainly were, but there's not. it's not like the problem just magically goes away, right? Like, okay, so, Anywhere outside the United States you can you can sell them. (laughs) and
2: Americans can buy them. So does the problem go away? I don't think so. No, but I do think that the um the the there's there's sort of an extension of logic here that uh suggests if um you can't sell them, you also can't benefit from the purchase of them. Mm. And so if Sony wanted to go after you for that
1: that is true you would have to be able to prove the benefit though and that's gonna get sketchy i mean it, it, don't get me wrong and it, you know what even before that like I, I don't care whether it's illegal or not just don't do it it's a horrible horrible idea <laughs> it's just it's just a bad idea um if you if you can't get likes and and, and followers um on your own uh, maybe hire some really good copywriters instead of buying followers right like yeah there you go, know <laughs> and that. produce better content, um, you know, for for, for people to want to, and you know, a, a little bit of you know, run some light like campaigns if you once you've got that good content in there, if you need something to, you know, sort of kickstart your 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 followers. If you're providing good content, then you know maybe you know purchase some some campaigns in, in Facebook or whatnot to to actually attract more. Uh, more people. But anyway,
2: uh, I can say know, whatever you want in those campaigns, by the way, especially <laughs> if it's political. <laughs> Just become a politician and you can go nuts. Okay. Uh, uh, one thing you should not do, you should get g- publish good content. Publish as much as you can, but don't publish it in Flash. We've said this before. We'll say it again. You no, know, I, I remember years ago when, 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 you and you, when you and me worked at Stepforth, we were saying Google doesn't like Flash. Yeah. Google was saying we don't like Flash years ago. And I was actually getting death threats. I got a few death threats when I was publishing on the forth newsletter about not doing stuff in Flash. Well, shoot me for it if you want. <laughs> Google has said they're going to stop indexing Flash as of, uh, what, the end of the year? Yeah. So there you go. It was funny. <laughs> I read that, and I'm like, when did they start indexing Flash properly? Like, <laughs> indeed. Well, they, I don't know if they, I don't know. I don't know if Google ever bragged that they did. No. In fact, they often said, "Good Lord, stop it." Yeah. Um. So just so you know, don't publish it in Flash. Yeah. If you do, don't expect it to get to get um uh, uh indexed because it probably won't. And all those people who gave me death threats, screw you. (laughs) 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 Um, What else do we got? We have about five minutes.
1: Um, Okay. I mean, there's, there's two really, really interesting rollouts. Um, on the, on the paid search side that, that had me, well, one has me excited. One has me going, ah, I liked it better when it was really hard. And, and David Ogiltree will, will will agree with this one. I'm sure, <laughs> even though you want to be nice to people, um, lead form extensions, um, have rolled out. We were in beta for, for a couple. So that was neat, but now they're, they're just rolling out. Um, for folks who don't know, you can go in, set up extensions, um to to your ads one of them is a lead form um that you should find in your campaign if you create a new extension lead form will be one of them there's four fields that a person can enter you can change your you know get a quote uh, is one i'm using right now um you know and then create different headlines and and descriptions and stuff but basically they fill out a form right in google and and, and and send that information across to you um
3: I, unfortunately,
1: they just seem to store it on Google and you have to log in to see what these forms are. I am right now working on a, on an app to sort of connect it over to Slack. So it'll just fire off the Slack for one of our clients. But, um, one of the other ones has to do with shopping. And this is the one that is disappointing to me. Um, because it's better when shopping was hard <laughs> in my mind. Um, but Google, just in time for the holidays, um, is allowing, well, is going to start, and we'll see how well this goes. But crawling, if you have product scheme on your site, allowing you to run shopping campaigns based on their crawlers, um, just picking up your product information off your site. So, will this replace feeds? No, if you have feeds, folks, do it.
2: Oh, my goodness.
1: <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> um, but um, this will make it a, a lot easier, um, which to me, I, of course, don't like because with so many with so many hurdles in shopping and I mean they weren't huge but there were hurdles that people didn't want to do uh, the, the cpc was was attractive it's my job as part of a podcast to go folks the cpcs are attractive <laughs> um in, in in shopping so this will definitely be something to look into maybe just to give it a test if the test goes well get yourself a feed it, it, it's just so much it's going to be so much more reliable and effective but Um, but it's, it's there and you can read about that over on search engine land to really dig into the details on it and and how this is going to work. But it's, it's incredibly exciting for me, um, to, to sort of see
2: from a, from a technical standpoint, I find that really curious. Does Google save resources by, um, it must Google, Google must save mega resources by finding stuff by, uh, searching schema and but then it, it would want to turn feeds down it would, it would it would want to stop that influx of information um because that because it's already finding it out there what, what do you think yeah i mean uh, i think
1: there's so many advantages to feeds
2: but based on something well, John... I'm, I'm not disagreeing with that my, my advice would be keep on using them
1: yeah i um, well, no but i i get you're saying what i want and, and what's easier for me and more reliable is irrelevant if google decides (laughs) (laughs) that's not the way to go um you know will they get rid of feeds probably not because we can feed more information that we might not necessarily want visible on our site and might be difficult to get into schema right in in some ways not not Impossible, certainly, but there, there's there's just more options that you can you can put and, and stuff like that into your you know just directly into your feed. Yeah, um, yeah. A, a lot easier. But um, would they want schema? Yeah, and that actually matches up with um, something John Mueller had said just a, a couple days ago when they were talking about will you be following Bing in having sort of a, a you know a, a fresh site map for publishers who like large content producers to go here's my content directly, like actually just sending them that direct content. Will Google do that? No. Um, we prefer to rely on our crawlers. And that actually matches exactly what you're saying. So, will we see them pull back the feed and go, just put it on your site, folks, because this is more important? Uh, certainly not in the short term. One of the things I wouldn't like about that is it'd be more difficult to customize. Yep. Right. Whereas the feed, you can go, oh, okay, I can customize my feed. This product actually has this name going
2: there because the space I have is, is so much smaller uh, but it's, in the shopping. It's more than theoretically possible that that's the direction Google sees itself moving in the future, um, grabbing grabbing from its crawl and render rather than being fed. Interesting. Yeah,
1: it, it is, and I don't like it because with a feed, you can go, okay, my 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 product name is this, when it's going to show up really really small, like in a in a little um, you know mobile carousel of shopping results. Um, Whereas on the schema on a site, if I'm going to put the product schema, I want it to match exactly to reinforce the product. <laughs> so it is two different uses. I, I assume they will keep the feed for that reason um, or provide you know, a new type of schema to go, OK, this is my product schema for shopping, which would be a, another way they could go on that.
2: Um, okay, last story. We're we're fresh fresh down out of time. It's mostly more of an explanation than anything else. Um, I thought I thought a kind of a, a weird thing. I'm yes yesterday in a Google Hangout, um, John Mueller um, told people to not use a um, crawler to create an XML sitemap. Now, I don't know. I've, I've done this many times. i I've, I've used a crawler to um, get the uh, URLs and names and titles of all the pages, put them in a uh, Excel document, turn it to a CSV, boom, or sorry, turn it into an XML document, you've got it, You've got a site map. Yeah. Um, uh, uh,
1: uh, uh, Google
2: says don't. Google <laughs> says don't, mostly because um, your crawler is likely to miss stuff that's in your site, and... Um, It stresses your server. I don't don't see why Google would care about that. Um, Anyway, just a a point of note. I thought I was going to explain this, but you know what? I think I actually have to read more into this. I'm not sure why you wouldn't. Yeah, I think
1: the reason that they had given, basically, yeah, it stresses your server and – rightfully they're going if your crawler can get to it so can ours okay fair enough right like that's actually a a pretty fair like why are you putting this site
2: map out there we can crawl too and and our crawlers are better um again google there's another note here google saying don't worry about feeding us we'll feed ourselves thank you
1: yeah um I, I like and I remember when I t- sort of tweeted that information, I went, Yeah, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Like I understand his like it's better to have it in the back end where everything's gonna work perfectly. Anything with a URL in your database is is, is gonna be in there. I, I, I get it. Like I, I get that a, you know if you're WordPress, a Yoast developed one is better. <laughs> like I, I get it than if I sent screaming frog through to create a sitemap, But if you have a custom scenario going on and I do deal with one of those and once a month I run a crawler and I create a new site map. Do I need to? I don't know, but it takes me three minutes. <laughs> so, You know, there we are. Um, and it lets me put the last modified on a few things in case, you know, deeper pages. You know, now they know when the last modified was. Um, you know, so is it necessary? Are sitemaps even necessary if you can crawl through? I don't know. I've ranked sites without site maps. I'm sure you have two. <laughs> it's, it's not really necessary. They are right from that context, but is it going to hurt anything? No, it's not. And I'm sure your server can handle it. And if it can't, just blow no, the Who cares about
2: that? I think I think, he, I think he was reaching on that one for a second. No,
1: I know. And if your server is
2: that fragile, you need to look at your hosting company. <laughs> <Indeed>. <laughs> okay. On that, we've gone full clock, full circle. Um... So, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hadger from Digital Always Media. You are listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It's Halloween night tonight, so friends, stay safe, be smart, take care of small animals. Um, and not in that ghouly way. I mean, like, really, take care of small animals. Don't let them get hurt, cause people are weird on Halloween night. Um, we will be back next week. In the meantime, stick around, webmasterradio.fm. Great content coming up after the news. Be well.